0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com/slash tickets or call 1-877-9 Astros. And
1: greetings from Globe Life Park in Arlington, where today the Houston Astros open up a three-game series against the Texas Rangers. This is the last leg of a three-city eight-game road trip for the Astros, which they just split a two-game set in Oakland, losing on Wednesday, two to one. Michael Brantley. One for three with an RBI. Wade Miley gave up two runs and six innings in the loss as the Astros saw their win streak end at 10 games. Astros taking on a Rangers team that has won four in a row, including winning their last game Wednesday against the Angels 5-4 to four to complete a sweep of that three-game series here in Arlington. Astros 12-6 on the year, first in the AL West, tied with Seattle, the Rangers 10-7. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. it will be Justin Verlander on the mound for the Astros today. Verlander coming off a very good outing. His last time out struggled the last time he pitched in this ballpark, though.
2: Yeah, he did, and the Rangers are a little different now. Uh, they're starting to be more passive at the plate. They're seeing a lot more pitches. Uh, 4.15 pitches per plate appearance, which leads the major leagues so far in the early going this year. So a much different team from what we've seen in the last few years where those guys are just swinging at almost anything you threw. I love what Verlander did his last game. You roll into Seattle. Seattle's flying high. They're 13-2. and two. The Astros come in there, and Verlander strikes out seven of the first nine batters he faces. So uh, that's what he does. He makes quick adjustments. If he feels something's a little off kilter, he's one of the
1: best at making an adjustment for that before that next start. Meanwhile, left-hander Drew Smiley getting the ball, for the Rangers, Astros saw him in his first start this year. It was actually his first appearance in the big league since 2016. though with injuries the last couple of years. And it seems like Smiley, because he's had so much time away from pitching, still getting acclimated to, the, to getting deep in the games and everything you want from a starting pitcher.
2: Yeah, he's rusty. I mean, he still has a good fastball. And it doesn't show up as much on the velocity readings when you watch Smiley, but it shows in how much the ball jumps at home plate which suggests he has an excellent spin rate on that pitch. And that's what they're hoping. They just want to nurture him along his last two outings. He's gotten up to 93 pitches uh, in those outings. But they just want to see how much progress he can make probably midway point before he can maybe get that second win, start feeling uh, his legs underneath him again and uh, turn it into the type of the pitcher that they hope that they can, you know, keep
1: control of for the next couple of years. All right, Silver Boot Series, you ready? I, I better be. <laughs> Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. We touched on this a little bit earlier, Steve, but you know A.J. Hinch was asked, hey, what have you noticed different? Uh, that's different with this Rangers team this year compared to last year and he talked about the difference in terms of the ability to to see more pitches zone control better at bats this is a high strikeout team offensively last year but that's something that they've really corrected obviously there's some change in personnel and something to do with that you
2: know the poster boys for that kind of wild swinging type of mentality with this Rangers team there's two of them odor and Joey Gallo who just get up there they fall behind in the count and you can say all right you can write off this at bat because yeah. with two strikes they're they're going to swing at something in the dirt or up in the zone or, or whatever. So it makes things more difficult with their approach these days, with are being more selective like the Astros have been the last few years at getting pitches they can handle and, and trying not to foul them off. I mean, that's the key is not to foul off those hittable pitches early in the count. So they're doing a much better job of that. It's going to make, make it more difficult for the
1: starting pitchers for the Astros to keep their pitch count long enough to get into the sixth or seventh innings. Up next, we'll have the Manager's Show, presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear from Astros outfielder Josh Reddick. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid
0: Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind home plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Tapadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery, where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at CarbockBrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing.
2: Well, welcome back to Asher Launch, ahead of the three-game series with the Texas Rangers. Back for the second time already this season. Feels like you guys were just here, AJ. Uh, what is it about this Rangers team that you've noticed may be different from last year?
3: Uh, well, they've even changed this season with a couple injuries. You know, not having Guzman, not having uh, Odor in the lineup will change the look of their lineup a little bit. Um, their pitching staffs almost completely different it feels like we face somebody different every time in so I um, you know there's some you know no, no Adrian Beltre makes a team look different yeah. and and but you know when you look at the uh, the ballpark they've played pretty good baseball choose swing in the bat well Gallo has hit for some power since we saw him last uh, couple weeks ago um, they, they have a they' have a dangerous team if you don't make pitches to them
2: kind of an advantage for you when you're the manager of the all-star game like you were last year you get to see what
3: Soo Chu was all about. And he's off to a great start for them. What was he like? You know, he was he was really quiet, pretty reserved. I had a meeting similar to how I do in spring training where I introduced the guys. I wanted everybody to appreciate who was in the room. And, and Chu was one of them because he was the first Korean-born player to play in the All-Star game. So I made sure that in a room full of All-Stars, and, and you know, there were guys that, that were in their 10th and 11th seasons yeah. making their first, you know, Major League All-Star team. There was a reason why the coaching staff was put together. There was a reason why... Um, you know, Chris Sale was getting the start. I wanted to make sure everybody knew it. One of the one of the biggest things I thought it was cool to to let a room full of all stars know that um, that Chu was representing an entire country and an entire generation of of fans that had never seen uh, never seen him in the All Star game. So uh, he was quiet. He uh, you know he, he wanted it bad. I promised him it bad. I think it ended up being against a nasty left handed pitcher. So yeah. it was like I was picking on him, but um, he was a treat to be around. And with the pitching,
2: with with the Astros, you got Brad Peacock into the ballgame last game in Oakland. Is he going back into the
3: rotation now or is he still available? No, I mean, he, I guess the the emergency, emergency late, late tonight. If we got into 14, 15, 16 inning game, I would, I would turn to him. Um, but he's planning on going back in the rotation on Monday. Miley will pitch on Tuesday. So that's a little bit of a tweak okay. um, in the rotation. We'll give Miley an extra day. And really that just comes from – peacock being out of the rotation for the time being. I didn't want to give him an extra day. he only pitched one inning the other day he'll get a nice bullpen tomorrow and be back in the rotation on on Monday um, and then and then Miley will follow him in the next series. So um, that'll be nice to have a full you know we're going to play 14, 13, 14 games in a row before mm-hmm. our next off day then we have another 14 or 15 games after that. So this, this these off days that we've had in the last month, um, the premium is going to be the rest period because there aren't many left in the in the next six weeks. So with that in
2: mind, uh, some of your bench players will probably get more regular bats.
3: Yeah, I would think so. You know, mm-hmm. in this stretch of, of long games, you're gonna I'm gonna give Altuve a day and Bregman a day and Brantley a day, Correa, uh, um, Springer, guys that are playing every single day. So um, you know, White, Diaz, Kemp, um uh, those guys are going to get a little bit of a little bit more regular playing time from you know depending on how they're swinging the bat. All right, that's AJ Hinch. Good luck tonight. You guys working next.
1: 2 2. And that's drill. Deep right field. Piscotti going back on the warning track. Looking up. See you later. A two run home run for Josh Reddick. Here's first long ball of the year. And the Astros lead is 3
2: 0. Make that three home runs in his career off of Estrada. Josh Reddick coming back home. Estrada comes set, delivers. This one's hit down the left field line again. Long run for Grossman. Is he going to get there? No. He'll play it on one hop. Puts runners on first and second with that single by Reddick. Breaking ball, and that's punched up the middle. That's a base hit for Redick. Puts runners on first and second. Still nobody out. Third hit of the ball game for Josh. That's a nice job against a lefty.
1: Good sign to see Reddick keeping that shoulder in. Uh-huh. Welcome back, Robert Ford. Joined by Astros outfielder Josh Reddick. You know, certainly one thing that's been noticeable. I know you you talked about a little bit in spring training about uh, trying to hit more balls the other way, and we've yeah. certainly seen a lot more of that this year. At what point did you kind of come to that realization? Was it during last season? Was it was it after the season when you evaluated things?
4: No, it definitely was during during the season last year. Um, the only difference between now and then, I think, is I was able to make the the change and the transition now as opposed to last year where I may have thought about it, but then, then I completely got rid of it once I got in the box. Got way too pool happy last year. Um Just got caught up hitting the home runs early. I hit those, those quick six, and I think about, I think it was a two-week stretch, two-and-a-half-week stretch. So I got a little overconfident with the long ball, and um, that's not my game, and, and then we saw it struggle last year. So this year, you know, obviously great average numbers. Obviously the RBIs and home runs will, will come, and I was getting a little worried there, but – uh you know, just got to keep going with it. I kept saying I wanted to get extra base hits. All those singles were adding up, but uh, they'll come, and I know that now, and, and I just got to keep going with what I've been doing.
1: You know, it's funny because I think fans a lot of times will watch games, and I think sometimes us as broadcasters too, and will be like, well, why doesn't so-and-so make this adjustment? Why doesn't he <laughs> hit the ball more the other way? But in season, mm-hmm. it can be really tough sometimes to to make a, an adjustment like that, right?
4: Very much so. Um, you know, it, it, baseball is a hard game regardless of what you're maybe trying to fix or what not trying to fix. Even when you're going good, the game still Hard to to uh, to succeed. I mean, we play in a game where 30 percent of the time you you succeed, you're considered a hall of fame you know player in this sport. So definitely a, a rare form of, of success succeeding in this game. But you know, like this, like I said, the the adjustments aren't as easy as you think they are. But um, you know, they're a little easier for for guys that actually make the effort to uh, make that change. And this year, I've been really focusing on. Make sure I'm getting my T work done. The T work is a big thing for me of, of, of staying and true to myself and, and just not trying to hit home runs. You know That's really my big thing. When I start trying to think about the long ball, my hips fly open, my head flies, and then there's all kinds of results of why I'm not hitting the baseball. So I just got to stick with what I can, take what they give me, and you know, especially at home. At home, it's, it's such a, a good ballpark to hit in and hit homers in. It's just, you just got to let it happen.
1: When you talk about that T work that you do, when it comes to thinking about hitting the other way, do you is it you set the tee up on the outside <laughs> corner and try to hit the other way, or is it something different?
4: That's exactly how I start every yeah. time. It's you know it's and it's and I'm not a cage warrior. I'm never in there longer than 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's literally I take a heavy bat. We have a little heavy bat we use down there. Uh, five five swings outside, five yeah. swings inside, and then one one or two swings right down the middle. Hit it right back up the middle. Go to my bat, do the same routine, mm-hmm. and then do maybe. 10 flips, so it's maybe 35 swings maximum, and I'm out of there. So as long as the swings are effective, of course. You know, if I'm popping it up in the cage, I'm going to be in there a little longer. But as long as there's short, quick line drives, and I know I'm doing exactly what I need to do.
1: Have you always been a guy who, as you put it, not necessarily a cage rat going there quality work as opposed to necessarily the, uh, the quantity
4: always always since day one I think um, even all the way back to high school I wasn't really a, a big cage guy and I think I kind of fell away from being being with the Red Sox organization and, and the minors we had this thing they called highway to Fenway mm-hmm. and then make every hitter in the lineup go out 25 minutes early and go hit in the cage right before the game started even after BP and doing mm-hmm. your work and all that stuff so I think that might have had something to do with it of spending all that time in the cage um but, you know, I feel like if I if my, if I feel my swings right in the cage, I'm not going to try to overdo it. I'm not going to go in there and take 100 swings because then I'm going to get tired and I'm going to try to overwork myself and then my swings are going to lag and I'm going to get frustrated and I'm going to stay in there longer, right, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not about that life. I'm about getting my stuff, getting my work done and getting loose and getting out.
1: This outfield group, you guys have been together the last couple of years for the most part, you, Springer. Uh, Camp, you know, have all kind of been together. Marisnik last couple of years, Michael Brantley coming into the mix and at least watching from the outside. seems like he's just fit right in.
4: He's great. He's, you know, since this is the day we signed him, I think, you know, a lot of guys reached out to him, myself included. I made sure I got his phone number from everybody to, uh, welcome him. And as soon as we got to spring training, it seemed like we just hit it off. And that's, you know from the day i got here that's how exactly how i felt jake and george and tony and all those guys, guys did a great job of welcoming not only myself so i just wanted to make sure that we did that as well and a guy who's respected in the game already got his you know he's 10 years in he's you know a big name with the cleveland indians done well great hitter great personality and you know comes here every day and grinds his butt off and he wants to help us win and he gets here and gets his work done you know completely different guy from me he spends a lot of time on looking at his swing and breaking things down as opposed to me but you know that's how guys work and We all seem to mesh very well, not only in the clubhouse, but out there as well.
1: Josh Reddick, thanks so much for joining us. Yep,
4: no problem, man. Always a pleasure.
0: There comes a time in everyone's life. When talk is cheap. And it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1 877 9 Astros. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better